It's like, man, whatever happened to Bobby Johnson? And then, you know, hell. Findagrave.com. Well, no, but, you know, <laughs> it's like trying to find John Smith. It's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, um, yeah, so I, suffice to say I could not find Bobby Johnson, but I'm sure he's out there somewhere. I'm sure he's uh, – I'm sure he's sharing the pandemic video with his friends right now. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, segues into uh, into our podcast this week. Greetings, gentlemen. We are the Rants. Uh, Billy Liggett, Gordon Anderson, and Jonathan Owens. And good afternoon, Billy. Hey, it's uh, a beautiful, Hola. beautiful Thursday here in Sanford, North Carolina. We are coming off our our. We're one day away from phase one of the stay-at-home orders being lifted, but we're also one day removed from Lee County's single biggest jump in COVID nineteen cases. So it's a unique time here in the uh i'm sorry john's video just froze there it's a unique ah. it's a unique time for us it's kind of like we're we're in this uh what's it called between heaven and hell earth is that purgatory no, purgatory thank you we're <laughs> delaware in, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're just we're in this weird place where you know it's not getting any better yet it's all kind of slowly going to be lifted so if following the numbers was wasn't important before, I think it's definitely important now. So, I think reading. Yeah, but the, the cases rant, are going up. We had the yeah, biggest day ever today. Yeah. So, so your 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 video froze while I was explaining all that, John. So I mean, I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> but what no. the heck? Why is this well, happening? So I, I we'll see what happens today, and by the time this podcast is out, uh, we will know. But I sort of am still of the mindset that the decrease that we saw well the decrease in growth that we saw the those those single digit days um saturday through tuesday yeah are probably more representative of how things are going to go just in in talking with a few different people you're also still going to see those big spikes yeah i think that the big spikes are due to like one specific location right you know? Maybe a nursing home or a plant or something. Sanford Adult Video and News. Well, the oh. the big the big spike well, happened on that's Wednesday. a different kind of outbreak. <laughs> <laughs> the big spike happened on Wednesday, which means that was probably the result of getting tests back on early Wednesday or Tuesday. And if if you think Monday might be the day that most people finally go out and get tested, if they think they have symptoms or I don't know, maybe it's a day of the week thing as well, where you start feeling sick on Friday and you might think, well, we'll see how I feel at the, at the end of the weekend or, and then you finally go get checked on Monday. So that's a completely unscientific reasoning for the, for the midweek spikes. But I will say that being unscientific has never stopped anybody from giving their opinion on this so far. So I'm yeah, just gonna... un unscientific is kind of the word of the day. <laughs> yeah. So Gordon, before you before we started recording, we were Jonathan and I were talking about the pandemic video going around, and I noticed um, whereas last week it was all the uh, we must reopen now 
uh, posts and memes that were going around, those same people seem to have jumped on this crackpot video uh, trend where a, uh, a YouTuber will find one person with a dissenting opinion who might have barely any, you know, or who knows, they might be, they might have tons of experience in the field, but instead of listening to the thousands and thousands of healthcare uh, professionals and scientists who have spoken ad nauseum about the need for, you know, what we're doing and, and all this, they find the one dissenter and that seems to be what everybody latches onto and everybody points to and says, see, see, this is, this is what we're talking about. And, and look, she has a degree and uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm so over it. <laughs> well, so I, I'd never heard of her before all this. Yeah. Um, but the first thing that the video says is that she's one of the, like the most renowned scientists in the world. And I said, well, gosh, the most renowned scientist in the world probably has a Wikipedia page. So I looked <laughs> her up and sure enough, I mean, she's not only not world renowned, she's disgraced. And the second thing in the video is how she, you know, was unfairly jailed for dissenting with, she was jailed for stealing laboratory materials after she was fired. And, you know, those things don't make her wrong, but the video frames it. It uses these, those two things as, as pillars of her credibility. So if you just look her up, those yeah. pillars are destroyed. And then it gets into this stuff that the people who believe it don't understand. We don't understand. None of us are epidemiologists or virologists or whatever. You know, it's just, it's, it's science talk and it goes over everybody's head, but yeah. it didn't take long for people who do understand this stuff to break it down in a way that the layperson can understand and point out that all this, like the, all this stuff she's saying is wrong. The two doctors in Bakersfield, California came out with a YouTube video a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And I and saw a lot of people sharing that in, as well. That, and those guys were like, they were disciplined by the California medical board or whatever. Right. For yeah, uh, for misinformation, they're probably they're probably like plastic surgeons that want to reopen. They're like <laughs> they're but doc I, in a box guys, you know, like urgent care doctors. And yeah, I but think you see that so many people sharing it, saying, "Well, look, they're doctors. They're they're two people out of thousands, and these the other you know the other ninety nine percent majority are saying one thing, and these guys come out with something that's just completely off the wall and different. And I don't understand the mindset of the people. Quit being a sheeple. Yeah. Quit oh, being yeah. a sheep, Billy. Open yeah. your eyes to the pandemic. I know. We all three came out with columns in this edition. It was our first, it was the first time we all three had columns i know one edition i know john you've written a few business columns i think it was the first edition that we all kind of wrote personal columns and they were three very different ones john you guys kind of well let's talk about yours it kind of dovetails with the uh pandemic well, well that's what i wanted to say though was uh john's was universally praised because it's this tender story of a of a young girl befriending her her, you know, not elderly, but, you know, more mature neighbor. And none of this would have happened had these two people not been put in this situation of they're both have to stay home. And 
a friendship is formed and it's a sweet story and everybody loved it. And then, and then I post mine and yeah, you're a sheeple. I am a sheeple. Uh, so my column was about basically what we're talking about here is just asking the question of, of people of, of why, why, well, you know, it wasn't even that it was, uh, it was taking the idea of sacrifice and comparing it to the 1940s which I know is a stretch, but, you know, in the 1940s during the war, um, Americans were asked to, to sacrifice practically their entire um, way of life. And it even got into their salaries and, and humongous tax raises. And, and when you compare that to what's being asked of us today, which is essentially stay home, wear a mask. And um, for, for many of you, it means you are losing your livelihood, you're losing your jobs, and that's tough to deal with. And that's a lot to ask of somebody. And I, and I try to make it a point to not belittle the fact that people are losing their jobs in this. But still, when you compare it to what people were asked of in the 1940s to support a war, I was trying to make the point that what we're being asked of today isn't quite as uh, demanding of us. And yet back then, you know, it was patriotic to, to sacrifice. And today, it's the people who probably would consider themselves more of the patriot who have been the loudest dissenters about this. And the fact that it only took less than a month for this to start happening was just baffling to me. And so that's what my column was about. And while I do thank um, the many of you that supported the column and uh, had very nice things to say about it, uh, about two hours after I posted it is when the flood of uh, sheeple and, uh, um, really awful things said about me were, were posted after that. And, uh, you know, I, I think that it. I think that you're a little overstating the negative reaction. I think the reaction was almost entirely positive. It's just the positive comments were like, yes, exclamation point. And the negative <laughs> ones were like, wall of text. No. And, <laughs> and well, I mean, I got um, a few, the, email, a, a I got couple a few of emails the, too that, that oh, were, yeah. uh, yeah. And, and I'm not, and there were a few of the people I know, a couple of them started, you know, Billy, I'm not going to post this on the wall because I don't want to call you out publicly, but wall of negative text. After yeah. that. And, uh, you know, it's just, so even back in the, in my Sanford Herald days, when I wrote columns, I tend, I always stuck more to personal stories and lightheartedness and, and uh, was not always one that had really strong hard-hitting columns about what was going on in Sanford. And the reason being was um, I like to think I have a thick skin, but it, I learned very early on, A, you shouldn't read the comments to begin with, but B, you're going to piss somebody off. And I learned to develop a thick skin, but still, even today when I post something like that, I think I, I described like, it. Take it easy, guys. I described it <laughs> as when I do it, my, my butt clenches because it's like yeah. I'm a – it's like when you're about to take a hard hit from a linebacker or you know a ball's about to hit you in the helmet, you know. <laughs> you, you clinch, I don't know what that's like. You clinch and you, you, wait, <laughs> you, you wait for the pain to happen. And so when I posted that story, I kind of clinched and waited for it, and sure enough, it came. I mean, regardless of, of your opinion on that matter, some of the comments were more, uh, more reasoned, more well-written. The one that I thought was the absolute dumbest asked about your military service. Right. Um, which I mean, there's like three ways right off the bat. I can think of how dumb that is one. Like you don't have to have served in the military to have an opinion. Yeah. Um, two you, and you 
I think responded with this. That's kind of the point, you know, the, the sacrifice that you're making and you're, you're making without complaint is nothing compared to those who did sacrifice in the military. And three, I feel like, you know, you could throw the proverbial, proverbial rock in any direction and hit somebody with military service who shares your opinion. Yeah. It, it's, it's, yeah. It's just, it was a total non sequitur. Yeah. And yeah, I, well, publicly, I don't let it draw me yeah. off sides. I, uh, yeah. I, I take it and football, I, football. yeah, I take it and I, I go with it. But, you know, personally you just sit there and you think at home, you know, why, why do I put myself out there like that? <laughs> yeah. Why? I just, I'm like next month, I'm just going to write about, I think I'm going to write about how my daughter befriended our neighbor. <laughs> Right about <laughs> beef steaks and yeah, carnivals and berries, tomato sandwiches. So I got There's kind a, of a related question for you guys. Like, I like I don't want to be that guy that believes in the, the theories and the pandemics and whatnot. But are there any that you believe? Um, I mean, most any alien so conspiracy, I believe. No, no, I'm talking about the specific oh. to the to the COVID. So there's one um, thing that I and I'm I might be crazy, but I kind of believe the st- the thing about the disease starting in the research lab in China. I thought that I had read that, and this is above all of our heads. I thought I had read where they're able to look at the virus's genetic sequence and if it had been engineered, if it had been lab created. Well. Yeah, I saw it that. Doesn't show anything and I, like that, but again, I, I mean, I can see that. That that's, but I'm not sure it was naturally occurring. And I'm not saying that China like released it to kill everyone or anything. I, I'm not saying like that. But maybe there was like an accident, or maybe there was some virus on a shirt or something that somebody walked out with. It just seems yeah. like a, a more you know, if, if there's a lab where something like that exists in this one town where that came from, it just seems like it. I think that's a possibility. I think, so this doesn't, I guess, really completely answer your question, but to go back to that pandemic video, one of the things that's talked about is like, who's profiting from the vaccines? And, yeah, you know, there's an element of truth in that. And I think that's why the videos kind of resonate Catching with a lot on, of people. Yeah. Instead of just, you know, Dr. Evil created this virus, you know, it's, it's, it's about money and people say follow the money. But if you really think about it all, it's just evidence of capitalism. You know, it's not, it's not a conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. Somebody could make a video about us and be like, those rant boys own the patent to the rant. And then they put out the paper <laughs> every month and they get paid. Yeah. You know, it's. Hey, it's I, I know. Wait, That's that makes true. sense. Then, that makes sense. Yeah. Kill rant. Kill rant. <laughs> they took our jobs. <laughs> but <laughs> I kind of, I mean, I kind of think that it's possible. That I'm not saying, like, I, th- I think that it's less plausible that someone got it from a bat. A bat sandwich? From, yeah. From like, <laughs> I think that's it. Like, from what I've read, it's like, it's a, I don't know. I mean, it's like an evolution of the SARS virus. Uh-huh. And, it, and from what I read, that it would take a long time for a virus to evolve. And it, it happened in a decade. I think, and, yeah, I, think it, I, I think its beginnings are, are a lot more comical than that. I think 
somebody was brewing a nice pot of bat stew and he took a sip of it and it was too spicy and he coughed into somebody <laughs> walking by his face and it was uh, <laughs> history from nah, I don't um no okay Open so, here, your eyes, Bill. so here's Open here's your one eyes. here's one that I heard here's one that I heard that that I would uh, I don't necessarily believe but you know if it's true then it makes a little sense that uh, this is the environment's way of fighting back against yeah, humans. Yeah, I kind of believe that too. <laughs> like, like uh, emissions have gone down considerably. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know that the trees understand the whole. Well, if we destroy the economy, then <laughs> yeah. then their factories no, look, will cease. <laughs> let's take it here. Like, if you believe in God, right? Right. And there is now. I'm, I mean, just suspend your belief. If, and there is a, a coming environmental catastrophe coming for, you know, global warming. Wouldn't a benevolent God give you a warning sign, right? Yeah. Maybe this is a warning sign. Maybe he said, hey, look, look how much better things got in two, two months. Like maybe, maybe we should cut back on things. And or, it's also. Or, or, and I'm not saying like. Like uh, the, I think there was an M Night Shyamalan movie uh, that's similar where the trees were creating the virus, and it was the trees' way of uh, of fighting back. In no way am I saying that's what happened here, but it's just it's interesting to think that uh, that this would be you you say God, I say uh, nature, environment, whatever, however you want to however you want to yeah. label the the culprit here, <laughs> but you know that this is. Well, it's also kind of I mean, the, the at, ebb and flow of things. At the very core of it, it's like we're get, we're living too close to the animals, you know. <laughs> like we're yeah. tearing down their habitats. That's why viruses are like exploding now, right? Because people are living in close proximity to all these wild animals now in China and then across the world. So, of course, it has an environmental. What about you, Gordon? What's your uh, what's your conspiracy theory? The other one that I see is how did Dr. Fauci know a couple of years ago that this was coming? Because he's a that, doctor. <laughs> well, yeah. That, well, and that's in the pandemic in the video. Yeah, video. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's an epidemiologist, one of many who's been predicting this for years. The fact that they saw it coming doesn't mean that they're complicit. I was interviewing, <laughs> a, I was interviewing a Campbell University public health student, and he was telling me, I asked him as a public health student, you know, did, does this uh, change your career? Does this change what you were going to do? And he said, no, to be honest with you, we've been talking about what will global pandemic look like and how will it affect the U.S. and North Carolina. So we've been talking about this for all four years. I've been in school and my answer was, uh-huh. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me see them pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. So what, well, how does, I guess we ask this every week, but how does this end? <laughs> What's the end of this movie? I'm not talking about the podcast. I'm talking about the COVID-19 movie. What, how does this play out? I think we're going to start finding out in, in phase one. Although phase one doesn't really seem like it looks that much different than phase yeah, one. Yeah, it's kind of so. crazy. Like, hey, businesses can open, but no one can leave their house. I think, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. what are you, you going to do? I think this coincides in uh, July this year with our first alien invasion. And Good. while our technology will be nothing to be able to stop this alien invasion, 
within coronavirus two will coronavirus will have wiped out their entire race isn't that yeah. the plot of war, war yeah. of the worlds yeah war of the worlds yeah. yeah no that was just water though right but, it was the yeah it was the the bacteria in water is what yeah. uh, wiped them out yep you'd think that um an alien race possessing the technology sufficient to get to earth and uh destroy it would also have checked on the water <laughs> uh, <laughs> i don't know I don't last words oh, come on, Dennis. That was your <laughs> damn it zaxon you had job. one job <laughs> i don't know man we're a country that uh that can send a a drone jet into a not drone jet a drone jet <laughs> a drone jet <laughs> into, into the black hearts into a, a middle eastern country and take out a uh a moving vehicle with with precision from thousands of miles away yet we're a country that also our president and vice president won't wear a mask inside of a mask factory. I don't think I wanted to be able to look him in the eyes. I don't think, I don't think Trump would, uh, I don't think Trump would check on the water either. (laughs) (laughs) Gordon, let's, let's talk about your, um, your column. Uh, we've gone through mine and John's just a little bit, but uh, uh, your column was on uh, something that you've been posting a lot of, and that is music related to the epidemic, or as you call it, plague jams. It's taken on a life of its own, I think. You've had a lot of people mimicking you. Or did it you has. mimic somebody? I, I did not, but after I uh, posted the hashtag, I clicked it, and I saw other people that I, who wow. I didn't know had been doing it before me, but it's just been a fun way to go through my music catalog and find songs that maybe I haven't listened to as much over the years or rediscover some old ones. And the first few were definitely had, had a very literal connection, but as time went on, you know, if it felt connected to the bigger situation in any way, even just the title, the title is more important than the lyrics. Yeah. I would share it. And I've, I've turned it into a Spotify playlist which I made public and linked yeah. to the column. And there's 120 some songs on it. Um, I've tried to do a lot of different genres, but all, all that obscure punk rock that I love so much is, is probably at the heart of most of it. I was going to say, you're probably missing out on a, on a whole genre of uh, country music related to the end of the world. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Why haven't you done it's the end of the world as we well, know it? You know, I've, I've thought about it. Just, stayed, just you, stayed away from, you stayed away from the obvious, I think. Yeah, that one's a little on the nose. Although yeah. some of the other ones are pretty on the nose. There's a song called Just the Flu by a band yeah. called No, no <laughs> Effects. And the lyrics to that are, it's the song's from like 1991. But the lyrics could not be more spot on in describing what's going on today. Sometimes that's the case. Other times, today I posted... The German electronic band, Kraftwerk, one of their members died. And I posted what's probably their most well-known song, uh, Computer Love. Frackensy Deutsch! Uh, th- there are no lyrics. Well, okay. yeah, there are. I'm an idiot. Yeah, I um, just said the lyrics right there. <laughs> that's right. But uh, Did you see the, uh, the Simpson clip that's going around? The Simpsons? No. Where there was an outbreak? Yeah, there's a... There's an outbreak slash killer bees clip just going around. About 
It tied in somehow. Me, the murder hornets. Yeah, I, I I tossed that scenario out to uh, my friends last night as we were playing Fortnite. Uh, <laughs> uh, would you would you rather uh, would you rather take on the sting of a murder hornet or get coronavirus? <laughs> Man, Money it's hornet. just more it's just more uh shelter in place trying to government trying to control you. There's probably yeah. a video coming out about that too. Where, they don't want you to get your haircut. That's what that's all about. I, I you know, I'm starting to feel the haircut thing. Um Me too. A couple weeks past. <laughs> I want a haircut so bad. Y'all come over. We we've got some really dull scissors and uh um yeah, Jennifer. We we should just do with I mean, we should just risk it. Just I'm let, tempted let to, haircut people open. I'm tempted to buzz my head, but I've heard a lot of oh, me stories too. I about, have been too. about drastic haircuts at age 40 and it, yeah. and it never growing back the same. Yeah, it comes oh back, comes oh back gray. Yeah. Comes oh. back. I've already got enough of that. I shaved, I, my head, I shaved my head once in college, and I'll never do it again. I, I remembered how large my ears were after doing that. And <laughs> it was... Uh, it was not a good experience. Um, I've had lots of buzz cuts over the years, but I've only gone the full Bic route one time. Ooh. Yeah, I think that was, was. I think it was, was like a, a one or two guard on me, and and it was. Uh, yeah, it was off a. It was just not really a bet. It was just kind of a dare or a bet or whatever, and and we all did it, and yeah, it was uh, coincided with my. Uh, with my punk rock days, I think. That's right. That's right. Your plague your plague haircut. Plague yeah. jam haircut. Did you see that alligator was found in Lake County today? What? Yeah, check it out. Is it like a guy named Alligator? No, it said he had it had been living there for at least like ten years. No. You see this? Good lord. Yeah. Now you hear that? Alligators. Murder. Killer bees. <laughs> Murder alligators. alligators. Murder gators. <laughs> uh, okay, so we had talked about for our next podcast getting the old gang back together because reunion podcasts and video, YouTube videos are all the thing, all the rage now. Uh, the ones that are popular on YouTube actually deal with movies and shows that millions of people watched. I don't know if getting the gang back together from a uh, 10,000 circulation daily newspaper in North Carolina is going to create a ton of buzz, but the idea... Well, I, I think the only people who <laughs> care about that is us. But hey, we're probably the only people that care about what we're doing right now, too, and uh, and that's just fine with me. So we're going to try that next week. If if any of our old Herald friends are listening this week, uh, expect, expect uh, a message from us, and we're going to try to get... Um, there was a four- to five-year period where the Sanford Herald was the top small market newspaper in the state and it wasn't even world, close. in the world and it wasn't even close we we were uh we were young we were uh hungry we were poor and uh most importantly we were talented and and uh it was a good time and there was a lot of people that crossed our paths in that in that four-year period so we're going to try to get as many of them together as we can uh we may have to upgrade the old zoom to do that but uh that's the plan for the next for the next edition of this podcast and hopefully we can make that happen all right Jonathan, oh, final minute what did uh what your neighbor think of your column oh my gosh she wanted she wanted 20 copies <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was so sweet she was so awesome 
she didn't want them for her. I'm not saying, but she. <laughs> everyone keeps asking me for these papers. Do you have it? So I gave her like five, but she yeah. was. I was. Aren't you all? You're always a little bit nervous, even when you write something that's nice yeah. about the person you wrote it about. Like I thought she. Oh yeah. I, mean, I didn't didn't think she'd be upset, but you know, she could have been. Yeah. <laughs> Does that happen to you guys though? I mean, do you get? Yeah, you. Anytime you write about someone. You think you did this really good. And it's happened to me before. You write this really, what you think is a really thoughtful piece about somebody. And you'll get the, hey, man, thanks. But well, I actually graduated yeah. from UNCG and not UNC. But you tried anyway. So. Yeah. I, I was really worried about that happening with, uh, with the Lacey Mathis story. Yeah. 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 yeah, those, you, are the, yeah that, those are the ones you want to you get right. And, and it's... You don't blame them. You're telling you're you're in charge of telling their story, and you you want to get as much right as you can. And I've made thousands and thousands of mistakes on stories that I thought were well intended and 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 lighthearted and good natured, and and then that mistake is the one thing that they focus on. But you know, oh well. you're distorting the facts, Billy. <laughs> that happens a lot. With, all goes like down. that happens a lot with like high school sports stories. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. I think one time I mentioned a kid had broken his arm earlier in the year or something, and his dad did not like that because he was trying to get a scholarship. Nope. And I mean, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know that. So, well, maybe not the thing to say to a reporter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was kind of what the story was about. He right? shouldn't have broken his arm <laughs> right in front of me. I was right there. <laughs> I'm the one take the bed together. <laughs> ah, anyway. yeah, but no, it was it was a uh, it was a great read. I hope you do more of those. I know you you uh, you like to stick to the business columns. But no, I I was just trying to find. Yeah, I mean, it's I hard like to the, do. It's hard to it's hard to find like those the lifestyles. What did Clara think about being in the newspaper? Oh, she told her classmates on the Zoom call for her class and. They weren't really, they were like, well, I got a new bunny. <laughs> I mean, they, were, they didn't care, you know, but she liked it. And then, uh, so I was reading it to her as she was reading it herself. And then I, you know, I like took over because she was tired of reading it. <laughs> but uh, she, you're going to say, because she was going too slow, like my kids do. <laughs> but one part I said that they talk about nothing in particular. And that made her so mad. She's like, Miss Green's going to be so mad. She's gonna be. She's gonna think we talk about nothing. I'm like, no, that's not what I mean. <laughs> I had to explain it to her. That's she's funny. like, take that out. Just take it out. You don't understand, sweetie. Uh, the things <laughs> that are important to you are nothing to us. <laughs> 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 You'll learn. And that then she <laughs> she retorted with, "I'm really concerned about the nuclear proliferation." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. Go get your mom. <laughs> Dad, Daddy, don't you think that this virus is just a hoax that <laughs> Yeah. Daddy, that Daddy Gates, wait, yeah. Wake wake up. Open your eyes. Stop being a sheeple, Daddy. What you do you wake up, what, you what wake do you up miss? in the middle of the night and she's standing by your bed and you're like, What's wrong, sweetie? It's, I'm just worried. <laughs> what do you and, so do you and Miss Green talk about? She showed me pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> and you know Man, that a lot funny. of a lot of what was in that video made sense, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> it did. 
Uh, we got two more minutes, gentlemen. Any parting words? Um, watch Plandemic. No. Open your no. eyes. <laughs> Don't be a sheeple. It was uh, a pleasure as always, and uh, let's make this let's make this Herald thing happen. And uh, it might be a couple weeks. I, I know I said it'd be next week, but it might take us a few weeks to make it happen. But uh, we'll be back next week talking about more of this stuff. So until next time, um, it was it was an idea of friend of the rant. Sarda, right? Oh, yeah. Ryan Sarda. Yeah. Well, Ryan. What if we don't invite him? (laughs) 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 After he came up with it. I'm kidding, Ryan. Okay. See y'all next week. I was a kid. Yeah. We used to we used to go over to my friend Bobby Johnson's house. Bobby Johnson was uh, was unique in that he was the only fourth grader that smoked cigarettes when we were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bobby Johnson. Uh, I hung out with him, but my mom didn't like it. He had long hair. He had Cinderella and Quiet Riot and and uh, rat posters all over his bedroom, and and he smoked. And he used to <laughs> he used to smoke on the way to school. <laughs> Are we recording? Uh,